You're listening to the Cathedral Podcast. To learn more about Cathedral, like service times or how to get connected with a small group, visit wearecathedral.com. Good morning, Cathedral. It is day 21, everybody. We are so glad that you are with us today. This has been one of the most incredible journeys that we have been on. In the past 21 days, we have seen God do some amazing things. I wanna share one of those with you that's personal for me. We've been coming every morning and praying 6.30 to 7.30, and you see the cards at the front, they hold prayer requests and praise reports. Well, a really good friend of our family's um, just last week had a stroke. Young man in good health, and it just happened to him. And when he left the hospital, he was unable to move his left side at all. And so we came into prayer the next morning and I wrote his name on a card and wrote the request and I sent him a picture of it and said, listen, people are laying their hands on these cards and believing for healing. So we're believing with you and for you. And y'all, two days ago, he moved his left arm, left leg and took two steps. (laughs) That is the God that we serve and that is the power of prayer. And so today, we are going to celebrate the work of the Lord, but listen, He's not finished yet. So if you're still believing for your miracle, if you're still believing for God to move in your life, maybe you're here and this is your very first time, you're like, what is this all about? I wanna guarantee you one thing, God has something special in store for you today. And so we want to encourage you to get rid of all distractions and to really, press in to the presence of the Lord because His presence, y'all, changes everything. So would you stand with us? We're gonna pray as we have been every morning in the last 21 days. We've learned, Matthew 18, 19 tells us that there is power in agreement. And so we're gonna do that together before we worship. So would you pray with me? Jesus, We thank you for your power that's in this place, but Lord, we thank you for your presence. It changes everything, and God, we are expectant today. We declare that this is gonna be a house of worship and praise and of miracles, Lord. This is a house of worship. Come on, sing it with me. This is a place of praise. Do you believe it?
resurrection. There's resurrection power. Your blood runs through our veins. Your kingdom triumphs over. Even the
God, he who sets the sun free is free indeed. Man, we are so glad that you guys are here with us. Would you take just a minute and do something that we've been doing at morning prayer all week? We want you to move around so you can cross all the way if you want to. Find someone to tell good morning, maybe hug their neck. Tell them, get ready, because God's on the move. And then we're going to watch a short video about our next series. Is it the first kiss or the first kiss? Because there were really two first kisses. Yeah, there two really were two kisses. first kisses. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Man, there really were two first kisses. <laughs> well, I was laid out <laughs> on my back porch. <laughs> Because it is. I think anything great is hard. Like anything great takes work. Yeah. And I think marriage is supposed to be great. And I think so many people do not have any kind of picture of how to do a great marriage. And so to try to build a building when you've never seen a building is pretty close to impossible. And so I think not having a blueprint of what that looks like makes it really, really hard. And I think that's one of the reasons that we're the most excited about the series is because if we can help paint a picture of what a building look like, looks like and take the scripture and help put a blueprint on how to build the building, um, families change, marriages change. And like Luke said, there's nothing better. There's nothing greater than a good marriage. What is the cutest thing, in your opinion, that the other one does? Ooh. Anytime I pull out the camera and I try to video Luke, he immediately covers his face. And what's funny is Luke's not a super shy person. Luke is very funny, has a super funny personality. But if you see that side of him, a lot of people think he is. And so I think it's so cute every time I try to video him. No, no, babe. No, 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 no. <laughs> and I think it's cute whenever he does get embarrassed. Now he gets little hives right here on his oh, neck. Oh, that's cute. That's cute. <laughs> Probably when That's the triple answer right there, ladies and gentlemen. He doesn't care uh, if the video. He's getting better right now. He's getting better. Oh, look! You embarrassed yourself. <laughs> Y'all tell we have so much fun shooting that video.
Oh, man. Yeah, so that is a new series coming up. I just want to encourage you, invite your family, invite your friends. One thing about uh, Pastor Luke and Megan, when they do talk about marriage, when they're up here on the stage, they are real. I mean, they're going to be real. You're not going to get, you know, just the churchy kind of religious stuff. Man, they're going to, like, go right at the real stuff that we all have to deal with, and they're going to have fun. They are going to laugh, so we would love to see you guys come and be a part of that. All right, let me kind of give you the lay of the land for what the service is going to look like today. A little bit different service. Obviously, we've got one service. The house is packed. And this is going to feel kind of like our 21 days of prayer mornings have felt. You'll see that down here on the floor, and I'm going to move down on the floor so I know I'm short, but y'all can look at that screen up there. They've got, we've got these prayer cards down here. And on these prayer cards are written prayer requests. On here are praise reports. And so what you see happen a lot of times in the morning is the people that are here praying, you might, yeah, you might be doing pretty good. You're like, you know what, I need to be praying for somebody else. And you are more than welcome at any time to come up and pray for the people's prayer requests that are on these cards. So you are going to be welcome to move around at any point in the service because you might want to come pray over a card. You might want to come over here to one of these communion stations. We have one on this side of the room, that side of the room. There's another one in the back of the room. And in the balcony, everything down here is available to you as well up in the corners of the balcony. And you might, we might hit an issue that you're like, man, I just want to believe for that. I just want to really engage in that for myself. Come get some communion. Go back to your chair and take communion around that whatever that topic is. And you can take communion as much as you want. If you're like me, I'm probably going to take communion around every single thing that we hit this morning. You just can't do communion too much. I mean, that is just something that, that we believe strongly in. Jesus said, hey, I paid a price, not only for your sins, but for your healing and your wholeness to break the powers of darkness over your life. And when you take this communion, you're bringing that back up to remembrance and you're engaging your faith with the truth of what my word says about what I have done for you. So engage with that. Water baptism is going to be a part of today. And so when we're baptizing folks, we've only got a few. We've only got, we've only got like 52 people that are getting baptized. Yeah, yeah, give them a hand. That's huge. <laughs> so when they come up to get baptized, you're going to see they each have a ribbon. And what they've done is they have written things on those ribbons in two categories. One could be something that they're just believing God is just going to destroy in that water. The Bible says that when we go down into the waters of baptism... Our old self, our old nature, our old way of doing things, that all dies and is buried with Jesus. And then when we come up out of the water, God says, you're a whole new person, a completely different creation. Doesn't matter what you think, doesn't matter what you feel. It's the truth of my word that says you are a brand new person when you come up out of that water. So some people have written down things they're believing God to leave in the water. Some people have written down dreams that they're believing God is going to, to accomplish in their life. So this isn't just for them. At any point in time during this service, if you feel like there's something in your life that either you just want to be done with and finished with and turn it over to God, or that you want to partner with God and say, God, I'm going to release my faith that this is going to happen for me or for my family or for my friend. Come up here at any point in time, write it on a ribbon, and come and place it on this cross. So all of this is available to you through the whole service. We want just just to be a very interactive time where we're moving in and out of worship and you are engaging with what we're doing. So now beyond that, we also have another special group of people that we want to take just a minute to recognize. So you know we're all in here. How many parents are in here? Raise your hand if you're a parent. Yeah, a lot of parents. 
So there's a lot of parents in here. You're in here, and your kids are not. And your kids are not because we have some incredible volunteers that have said, you know what, man, that service is going to be amazing. It's going to be awesome. I know that it is, but I'm going to take one for the team. I'm going to go in there, and I'm going to watch somebody's child so that mom and dad can go get ministered to. I'm, I'm going to rock somebody's baby so that mom and dad can go in there and get everything that God has for them. So some of those guys have, are in the room right now. The rest of them are watching online. We have live feeds in the room. So we just want to say to you, thank you so much. Thank you so much for sacrificing your time. Yeah, give them a big hand, a big hand. And I just want to read this verse. So for those of you that are taking care of children this weekend, let me read this to you. This comes out of Matthew chapter 6. It says, don't store up treasure here on earth where moth eat them and rust destroys them and where thieves break in and steal. Store your treasures in heaven where moths and rust cannot destroy and thieves do not break in and steal. Wherever your treasure is, there the desire of your heart will also be. Can I just tell you when you're watching those children, Man, God is making a major deposit into your heavenly account. I mean, you, you have no, when mom and dad are in here and they're getting ministering to and miracles are happening in their life, that is credited to you. God sees everything that you do. So thank you so much for sacrificing the time and the energy and the effort today to watch over these children. So we're going to pray a special blessing over those guys. Also want to bless you guys as you give um, for those of you that give in the room, we have given stations in the back of the room. You can also text to give or you can give online. So we just want to pray. Take this time to pray over those people that are volunteering. Take this time to pray over you as you give of your finances because the umbrella over both of those is just a blessing, a blessing from God, the favor of God to rest and be over your life. So if you would, just bow your heads with me and close your eyes. Father, right now, we do. For every man and woman, Lord, for every young person that is watching children, that is rocking babies, Lord, for those who have so sacrificially given of themselves for this one service to happen this weekend so that moms and dads can be impacted and ministered to, so that literally future generations can be changed miraculously. Father, would you just release a blessing over their lives? Lord, would you return back to them a thousandfold for what they are sowing into your kingdom by loving on those children? Lord, would you make them aware of the favor that you have over their lives because you, they are taking care of the lives that matter to you the most, the children, and we thank you for them. And Father, for everyone as they give of their tithes and their offerings this morning, I pray that same awareness that that draws in a blessing from God, that it literally opens up a window in heaven and that you pour out so much blessing that there is not room enough for them to contain it. Lord, whether it's in their finances or in their family or in their relationships or in their children, Lord, the very partnership of saying that we trust you to be our provider. We bring these tithes and offerings as a way of acknowledging that you are our provider, that you are our God, and we will have no other gods before you. So, Lord, this is our act of worship, and, and we lay these tithes and offerings at your feet, and we engage our faith with the truth of your word, that there will be a window of heaven 
larger than anything we could ever imagine, greater than anything that we could ever see. And, Lord, I pray you'd help every one of us to to see the blessings raining down out of heaven onto everyone who is giving and everyone who is serving. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, you guys are in for an incredible service. It's going to be fantastic. But we put together a little video for those of you who weren't able to make it um, in the room during the 21 days of prayer or weren't able to make it online. We have a video that kind of really captures the heart of what's been happening for the last 21 days. Take a look. Twenty-one days has been amazing. Um, God's really been challenging me to get outside of my my comfort zone, um, my introvert nature, just to really connect more with Him on the level of understanding what He's trying to do for every, in, in this season. Just really trying to just connect on a deeper level. Through twenty-one days, I feel like I've really experienced a deeper level of friendship. Our relationships for the rest of the day have really affected. I thought I was going to hate prayer at first. I thought I didn't want to wake up early. I thought I didn't, wasn't going to like it. I thought it was going to be boring. But as I started getting into it, I started to become like addicted to it. And every morning, I, I didn't feel complete unless I had gone to prayer and seen the people and been encouraged and started my day off right. I've been able to spend time with not only Jesus, but also with the people closest to me. And through that, Jesus has been revealing him, like who he is and what he can do and drawing me closer to him and the people around me. My name is Rebecca Stanfield. Started coming to Cathedral in December, and ever since we've been coming, it feels like home. We drive from Columbia every week. It just feels like home. Everybody's so welcoming, non-judgmental. I was looking so forward to the 21 days of prayer when it started. I was so excited. I personally have seen firsthand a lot of healing in my own life from health issues and the power of prayer is amazing and I'm so excited to see what the year has in store. So for me, the 21 days of prayer and fasting has just been the best part of my day. I mean, I am just excited every night to just wake up and go to prayer. I feel like a kid on Christmas Eve waiting for Santa to come the next day. It's just, I'm so excited, I can't sleep. And it just really sets the standard for the rest of my day just to be excited and I'm just kinder and nicer to everybody, which makes me uh, indirectly feel happier. It's actually like setting aside time for me to go and spend time with Jesus. Because I always am telling myself like I'm too busy like working or with schoolwork and by the time I get home it's late and I just want to go to bed. But waking up early really gives me this time to just spend time with Jesus and start my day off right. really has let me grow my relationship with Christ. I just love the 21 days of prayer and fasting and I'm so sad that it's going to be over, but I know that this is a big moment that has taken in my life. We realize that as a church family, we are in the hands of people who really are love God and are devoted to Him and devoted to us. 
and uh, and then when you pray for the needs of the people in the church on the cards and on the ribbons that are on the cross those cards are like four rows deep all the way across the stage and it makes you realize you're really part of a family it's an honor to get up early quite honestly so we look forward to it and we we plan our days out you know around it when you typically pray and you're praying at home it's like one-on-one -on -one with god um, if you went to a football game and you're the only one standing up and cheering everything, it's pretty boring. But when you got the entire stadium in line with you and the place is going nuts, that's what 21 days is like. You're in a, in a room in a sanctuary with other prayer warriors and you're together and the level of, like it's just bubbling up like Alka-Seltzer, if you will, it's an excitement, if you will, and you just can't keep still and you can't sit down. I'm so grateful for technology that we have live stream that the people who are not able to be in the room can still connect and feel the presence of God. This was my first experience in the room. It's totally different. It's totally different to be able to be amongst everybody, to feel the presence, to hear the music, to feel the music, as well as feel the prayers as they go up. I'm just grateful for what we have here. Cathedral provides the opportunity for us just to gather, to reset for the year. Basically my experience with 21 Days of Prayer and Fast so far has been uh, the best one yet. I participated in Three so far, and this has been the one where I feel like I've felt God move the most. Um, I find myself diving in more, actually getting up early, coming off of work, and coming straight to here. And this has been the year where I have dealt with more issues than I ever have before. Um, I feel like I've seen the hand of God over my life. I've seen favor more than I have. I've incorporated worship now into my daily practice. It helps set the mood for the day when I'm going to work or when I'm going to school. I have that peace of mind and just worship playing in my head. And I'm just so grateful that Cathedral really incorporates worship into prayer because they both go hand in hand together. Yeah, go ahead. Let's just give it up for everything that we see God doing in the lives of people all across this church, man. <clears throat> and I just want to say welcome to Celebration Sunday. Come on. Can y'all feel the excitement in the air, just the, the presence that God is? Just, he ain't done yet. And this whole day is going to be filled with just... God moving in our lives. Uh, you're going to see it through, and that's really the purpose of the day. We, we want to celebrate everything that God has been doing in the lives of people over the last 21 days. Uh, we're also celebrating the fact of over 50 people having this old life, laying it down, this, this I once was, but now I am kind of moment, right? You're going to see that celebrated. And the way that we celebrate that around here, if you're here for the first time, someone's going to come out of that tank, and we are going to hoop and holler because it's exactly what they do up in heaven when we do that kind of thing. And so today is just a celebration of all things that God is doing in our lives currently doing in our lives, continuing to do in our lives. So whatever it is that you're believing for today, here's what I love about Jesus. He meets every single one of us exactly where we are. There's not a single one of us that walk through those doors with the same story. And what I know is God is giddy up in heaven 
going, oh boy, here's a church in Charleston, South Carolina who's been chasing after my name and my face is turning towards them. And they don't know it, but answers are coming in their life. Amen? Amen, amen, amen. Yeah, come on. Here's what I want to do. I want to give you just a small little mini message, okay? There uh, There was a point that I purposely left out in week number one. Some of you, that was week number three, actually. And I did that on accident because I went too long the first service and I took that out, okay? But I will tell you point number three on that one was powerful preaching because we saw it all throughout the book of Acts. Look at her. She's writing it down. She needed that. She still had that blank empty. Come on. Let's go. I love it. I love filling the blankers. I'm one of them, me and you. But no, week one, I purposely left a point out, and here's the reason why, because I knew this day was coming. I knew this day was coming, and I knew this point had so much to do with what we're getting ready to witness. What, what, what we're getting ready to witness is literally the hand of God being on a church. It's, it's the hand of God and the favor of God moving in the lives of his people in his church. That's what you're witnessing today. Week one, we talked about the first mention of the word church, right? This ecclesia word. And, and it's in its purest form. And so we wanted to take a look at the attributes of a church. One of the first things that we took a look, like, look at is how personal it is. This journey that God takes us on, that Jesus meant for the church, it can't be anything else other than personal. He loves every single one of us uniquely and individually. And he meets us exactly where we are, and I love that. The second part that we see uh, as an attribute of the church is the fact that it can't help but to be transformational. How many of you guys are glad that Jesus got a hold of you in your life and he transformed your life? Amen. I wouldn't want to do life without him. And we see this transformation happen because when when we do a life with God, he'll do what man can never do. Amen. The last point that I want to give you is when we participate in this thing called the church, this thing that God, that Jesus gave as his parting gift to the world, one of the last attributes that I want to give to you that we see in that Matthew chapter 16 verse that we kind of went through is it's powerful. Oh, y'all don't want that. (laughs) It's powerful what God does in our life. When we actually participate in what Jesus meant for the church, it can't help but to be anything else than powerful. And you're going to witness that here today. For us in our, in our stories, this was Matthew chapter 16, verse 18. They're going to put it on the screen for you. But I encourage you, if you've got your Bibles, man, highlight this. This needs to be a prayer. When you're going through something tough in your life, go back to this and pray this because I want you to remember the power of God in our life because when we speak the name of Jesus, it's in Jesus' name that everything must bow. Matthew chapter 16, verse 18 tells us this. It says, I tell you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church. We see this difference between a big rock and a little rock. Little rock being Peter. His name literally means gravel or pebbles, this Petros rock. We're not going to build our life off the Petros rock. Rather, we're going to build our life on this boulder, this foundation that God has for us because it's the rock that this church will be built off, this Petra rock. You see, God will do what no man can't. And when we chase after God, it just changes our life this power falls down 
in our life. That verse continues on and it says this, And the gates of hell will not prevail. It can't help it because there's power in the name of Jesus. There's two words that I want to point out to you. The first word is this word build. You want to highlight that? You want to underline it? You never want to forget it, okay? The second word that I'm going to highlight is this word overcome. The first word build, go ahead and put the definition up on the screen so everybody can see it. When you look at the word build, here's what it simply means. To grow, to establish, and to promote. Now the way to say that would be is when we get planted in the house of God, when we get established in the house of God, the overflow effect, put it back up there for me, please, is your life can't help but to grow. Your life can't help but to get established in a place that he designed our life to work off of. It's the church. Your life can't help but to have promotion in it. You see, when we build our life off of that kind of foundation, your life will look like that. Your life doesn't have any other chance other than to be promoted. Because where does promotion come from? It doesn't come from the east or the west. Who does it come from? God himself. We've got to be a church that builds our life off of this Petra kind of rock, this, this foundational rock. Because when we do, our life changes forever. The second word that I want to bring your attention to this morning, because we're going to see it happen throughout all the different topics, and we're going to give you the most topics, all the prayer requests that we've been given over the last three weeks. We categorized them, and we know the heart's cry of his people. And so we're going to pray over that because we, we, want, we want God to have a, a time to move in our lives, okay? This word overcome, I'm splitting it into two different parts here. The first one is to come, which means you're moving forward with the purpose of reaching, You're not just aimlessly walking through life, right? But you're walking through life with the purpose of reaching a desired place. The first part of that word, over, means simply this, to establish a position higher than. Okay, here's here's the picture that I want you to get. Hell is going to come. Jesus never promises us that that hell will not come to our doorstep. Anybody had a, a season of life where you felt like hell was at your doorstep? But here's the promise that he gives us. Catch this. I hope you guys are ready for it. It'll come, but it will never overtake. It'll never overtake. It doesn't have, when you, when you take a position, the enemy can never establish a position higher than in our life when we make the decision to say, I'm going to get planted in the house of God. I'm going to get planted in a relationship with God. It will never have the opportunity to overtake. Hell's going to come. Satan's going to come in our life, but it will not overtake. When it seems like hell is at your doorstop, don't stop. Come on, everybody say don't stop. Don't stop chasing God in your life. You want to know why these last 21 days have felt special? Because the world's gotten smaller and God's gotten bigger in your head. It's the power and the presence of God in your life. Don't stop chasing. Don't stop running. Everybody say, don't run. Don't run run away from the church. Run to the church. Because when you get in a group, look around. When you get around a body of believers... It makes the enemy start to do this up in your life. It can't help but to tremble because he knows the power in Jesus' name. And when you proclaim in Jesus' name, it doesn't have the ability. Every victory in our life 
happens when we claim the name of Jesus. We may feel like life is pressing in on every side of our life, but we don't lose sight because in the power of Jesus, walls fall down. Guys, when I've been praying over this weekend, I get this picture of walls falling down, of giants falling down, papers falling out right there. Addictions stopping in the name of Jesus. Healings happening in the name of Jesus. Every victory is ours. So here's what the rest of the service is going to look like. We're going to call out different topics. We're going to pray over it. We're going to believe, and we're going to see a move of God in your life this morning. So I'm going to ask the team, y'all go ahead and come on up here. We're going to go ahead and get started. You're going to see baptism starting here in a little bit. And we're getting ready to go into worship. You guys can stay seated if you want. I don't think you're going to last long. Just giving you a pre-warning. You'll notice that most of the team up here has tennis shoes on. They're ready. All right, I hope you guys are ready because here's what I know. God loves you. And whatever level of life you think you're living, you can't possibly imagine the life that God wants for you. And so whatever level of expectation you came here this morning, I think you can begin to feel his presence. You know, there's something powerful when the Holy Spirit comes into the place. And the power of the Holy Spirit is here, ready to operate. And I'm just believing that as we worship, as we pray, as we celebrate, what you're going to see is God working in your life. Lord, right now in the name of Jesus, would we release your will. Lord, do what you want. Lord, I pray a bold prayer that everything that's going on in people's lives, it doesn't have the power to stay here because your presence is here and it has to flee in the name of Jesus. And so, Lord, I speak your power over our church over everybody listening online. It extends right to your living room. Whatever it is that you're believing for, go ahead and get ready for it to fall. This victory is yours in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's worship.
one of the ones in the first section to come get baptized. If you can start making your way up here. I just want to paint a picture as they come really quick for you guys. I'm a storyteller and I like things visually. And so I want to tell you really quick what's about to happen. And then we're going to pray for this baptism. Um, The children of Israel were in captivity and they had been in there a long time and it was really difficult. And God saved them out of captivity and they're fleeing and they're going in the desert and they get to the sea And they are standing there and they realize, we're we're done. We can't go any further. And they're watching behind them as their enemy, who has held them captive for generations, is coming after them. And they're like, this is it. I'm going back. Now, I want you to take a visual of someone that's gotten saved and they've given their heart to Christ. And then the same struggles sometimes feel like they're creeping back. You know, like the same addictions, the same self-doubts, the same anger. And just like that, God splits the sea and he makes a way for them to walk through. But that's not it. After they walk through the sea and they're saved, their enemy that is chasing them all gets into the sea. And then you know what happens? The sea closes back. And all of the old is drowned and it's not coming back again. And so that for us, that right now is why the stories in this tank that are happening this morning, I I wish we had time for you guys to sit and hear every single story. But that's why when you hear Dave say, we're going to stand, we're going to worship, we're going to cheer, because there's some people in this tank that have had something chasing them for a long time. There's been the fear of that. And so this is such a celebration of freedom and redemption and of all that God can do. So that's why we're going to do baptism the way we're going to do. So you guys, when we start worship, stand back up, celebrate, cheer, worship over them, get communion, put a prayer card, put something on the cross. Let this just be a time where we're celebrating all that God is doing in everyone's life. Amen. Yes. Bow your heads, if you will. Let's pray. Lord, we come to you right now and we just pray for everybody getting baptized. Just like the Red Sea, there have been things chasing, trying to devour, trying to kill, trying to steal and destroy. And your power that day drowned them all. Lord, I pray right now that these waters have healing power. I pray right now that your spirit is in this water. When they go down, they come up anew. Lord, I pray that everything they dream and wish about themselves becomes reality. Lord, I pray that they start seeing and believing in themselves again. They start seeing and believing in their hopes and passions for life. Lord, we call out the greatness in every one of these people. 
we know how powerful it is to make a public proclamation that says, Lord, I need you, I'm gonna follow you, and I'm so excited to be with you. So Lord, right now we speak a blessing over every one of them, and we ask that you do what you set out to do today. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's go. You guys can stand and let's worship.
chains to fall out here too and something that uh, has been a, a journey in my life and I know we all journey through it is this thing of forgiveness and so I just want to pray over all of us that that would be something that God would move in our lives supernaturally because if, if there's a weapon that the enemy tries to form against the church it's defense and we are not going to allow unforgiveness and offense to be a part of our church life anymore. Amen? Amen. My mom and dad used to pray this prayer over me all the time, and it was, Ben, no weapon formed against you shall prosper, and no harm shall come nigh your dwelling. And I was thinking about that the other day, and I thought, 
You know, there's been some things come up in my life, but none of them have prospered. None of them have prospered. So let's just believe that over all of us right now today in this room, all of us watching online. We're just going to believe, Father God, right now in Jesus' name, offense and unforgiveness will not live in this church. Unity and peace in your presence will dwell here in the mighty name of Jesus. And if that's you out there, and I'll just ask everybody to just hold their hands out in front of them. Hold your hands out in front of you. And all forgiveness is is saying, Jesus, I trust you. I trust you with this situation. I trust you with this person. It doesn't mean it didn't happen. But Lord, you're God. So I give this to you. So take it right now and say, Lord, we give it to you. We give it to you. And we believe that the chains of unforgiveness, the chains of offense will fall right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Come on. Let's lift up his name. As we continue to worship, group number two to be baptized, y'all come on forward. Let's believe for it.
baptisms are going to continue. I was sitting back there praying. One of the things that I just love seeing up here so much. Don't you love to see a young generation chasing after the things of God? When you read up here, one of the big topics that you're going to see, and this goes for adults, but I couldn't help but to think for this next generation, so many cards are praying and believing for spiritual growth, spiritual purpose, to know it without a shadow of a doubt. And it's so powerful when we know the call of God on our life. It changes us. And so what I've asked to do is if Pastor Bob will come up to the stage Pastor Bob is a spiritual giant, and as you hear him speaking, uh, even when he prays with us, I just think there's an anointing on him to call out the things of God in our life. So Pastor Bob, would you pray over spiritual growth, spiritual purpose, and calling that out in every single one of us, and especially in this next generation? By the way, you can go ahead and celebrate every time somebody's baptized, all right? Let's give a break here for just a moment. Father, we just come. We just thank you for the spiritual movement that you've given us. And Father, we know all about you. We've studied you. But Lord, we don't want to just know about you. We want to know you. So help us, Lord, to grow. To grow and and learn about how to walk with you. And I, I'm, I just thank you, Lord, that when you came to the Garden of Eden and you called out Adam, said, Adam, where are you? You already knew where he was, but you wanted him to come out of the darkness and meet you face to face because you wanted the relationship with him and Lord, you want us to come out of the darkness so that you can bless us with your presence. So we ask you, Lord, help us to come out of the darkness that we might fellowship and know you in a deeper and greater way than we have ever known before. And we're so thankful. Thank you. We're so thankful that you have placed in us, we are your temple the temple of God, the Father, the temple of Jesus, the temple of the Holy Spirit. So you have filled us with all of your being. And so, Lord, we just ask you to bring to life our spirit that we might acknowledge you and that we might just surrender ourselves totally and completely and let your spirit control our lives and everything we do in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.
If you're in that last baptism group, just go ahead and make your way down. Go ahead and come on, get your ribbons on the stage. keep celebrating as they go in the water I believe a lot of us here today right now we have some symbolism right here they're going in the water for you there's something you're struggling with and you're not there but we're gonna celebrate the stuff that's going on with you your family as we go through these cards there's a lot of things that we see and it's a it is a war right now over this next generation of mental health and this war does not it's not just high school it's just not college it's just not middle school this thing is in kindergarten And I loved on the video at the beginning, we saw Mr. Gruner talking about, it's like a football stadium right now. And we're gonna cheer, we're gonna believe. Big things are gonna happen, they're gonna happen today. They're gonna happen and bleed out of that tank onto our community, onto our people right now. And one thing I just, wanna, I just want you to push into, I love in James, it talks about the power of our words. And there's a lot of people in here over 21 days have been believing big things. And listen, if you weren't part of that 21 days, that can begin today. Your 21 days can begin today. 
So I want you to push into using the power of the words. James 3 says, there's a little rudder on a big ship, and that rudder is like the power of our words. It will direct the way we're going. You can call. You have power over the enemy. And what I love is you keep reading, it talks about our words being a spark for a forest fire. Y'all give it up. So not only do I want you to celebrate, I want you to start using your words. I want you to declare things over your family. I want you to declare people around you, the people you work with. I want you to declare this war waging with our next generation. You declare victory over it because God has given us the power over that. So as everyone goes under, we celebrate and speak it in his name. going to engage your faith right now. Anybody struggling with depression or anxiety, when that young lady comes out, out of that water, you yell, Jesus, as loud as you can. We're going to break that depression, that anxiety. Jesus! Woo! Yes! Yes! If you struggle with worry or fear, Anybody in here, you struggle with worry or fear. When that young lady comes up out of that water, I want you to shout the name of Jesus. We're going to break the power of worry and fear over your life in the name of Jesus. We're gonna go after the big boys. I know that's a big guy in there. We're gonna go. We got. Oh, that's all right. That's Miss Lenny. Miss Lenny. So Miss Lenny goes into water. This is what we're gonna believe it for. Anybody who suffers from a fear of death, a fear of dying, or the spirit of suicide, 
When when she comes up out of that water, I want you to yell the name of Jesus as loud as you can. We're going to break that fear of death and that suicide in the name of Jesus. We're going to break it in Jesus' name. Build your faith up for it. Build your faith up for it and shout the name of Jesus. prayer topics sitting on these cards sitting in the minds of people sitting next to you number one prayer that has come in online the number one prayer that people are seeking after this year is healing now we just sang a song speaking the name of Jesus I'm going to give a quick story because I need you to increase your faith a little bit right here. Because at the beginning of this year, I'm going to go ahead and just let you know, I think one of the ways that God is going to reveal himself, not only in this church, but in our nation and globally. We've just come off of a pretty sick couple of years, haven't we? I believe the signs and wonders and miracles that you're going to see across this globe that's going to speak to the name of Jesus and is going to drive droves of people into the kingdom of God is because seeing the miracles of healing, of physical healing, of cancerous healings, of spiritual healings, of relational healings. I don't care what it is that you're believing for, but God's going to make himself known in this church right now, and you're going to see a move of God in the healing departments. Let me give you a quick story. This comes out of Mark chapter 4. Jesus just got done feeding the 5,000. He's going across the Sea of Galilee. He says, I need to go across. There's something that I need to do. He's getting ready to heal a man that has got so many tormented spirits inside him. But before they get over there, there's a storm that arises up. Freaks the disciples out, right? They're scared. 
They wake Jesus up. Jesus is sleeping in the middle of the storm. He's on the, he's got his my pillow over in the corner. They wake Jesus up. They're in a panic. I want you to listen to what Jesus says back to the disciples. He looks at the storm. He says, peace, be still. And what does the storm do? In an instant, it happens. But then he turns to the disciples and he asks them this question. He says, where's your faith? Because here's the thing that I think the disciples forgot to remind themselves of. Jesus said, I'm going to the other side. And when Jesus says something, you don't have to doubt it. What did he die on the cross for? He died for our salvation, but he died to heal us. So take the confidence that you can have in the word of God. Do y'all believe the word of God? Do you believe that you can be healed in Jesus' name? I want you to take the confidence of the word of God, and I need you to turn it into the courage to believe that you will be healed this morning. So I need you to have the boldness of an Acts 2, Acts 3, Acts 4, Acts 5, and the rest of Acts kind of church. And if you want healing of any type, I want you to fill this front row. I want you to come on down. If you're in the balcony, I need you to come on down. I need you to fill this whole front. If you're online, let us know. If you're online, just say, I need to be healed. I don't need to know everything. Jesus knows what you need to be healed of. Come on, flood this thing. I don't care how many it is. If it's every single one of you, fill up the whole church. Come on. Jesus is in the healing business. Everything that's going on in your life doesn't surprise him. Come on. Let's increase our faith. Speak his name. Come on. Come on. Flood this place, baby. Come on. Jesus in the 
If the doctors are communicating to you that they don't know what's wrong with you, I want you to take confidence. You don't need to worry because God knows. Father, right now I speak to every unknown thing happening inside of people's bodies and I cast it down right now in the name of Jesus. The doctors may not know, but you know, Jesus. You made our bodies and I speak wholeness into it. I speak health into the bodies. I speak the vision that needs to happen. Lord, if there's anybody who's struggling with eyesight right now in the name of Jesus, claim your healing right now. Your miracle is on the way. Father, right now, anything that's mysterious, specifically around pancreas or anything in this midsection, intestinal, whatever it is, the doctors are trying to figure it out. They're running all kinds of tests right now in the name of Jesus. I proclaim healing, and when they go back, those doctors can't explain it. They don't know what it is, but it's the power of Jesus running through you, and you are healed in Jesus' name. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I just feel like you kind of laid inside of my head this whole spirit of, of headaches. Come on, if you have headaches and you just are plagued by them, and there's days that you've had to give up because headaches are just tormenting you. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I speak against that pain. I speak against whatever causes those headaches. Father, would you open up blood vessels now and whatever is causing those headaches, whether it's stress, whether it's hormones, whether it's nerve, I don't care what it is, God, you open up the passageway and no more will they deal with headaches. In Jesus' name, Father, we receive that healing in Jesus' name. Pastor Mike, would you come up here? As Pastor Mike makes his way up, I just kind of want him to pray over us around this topic. But church, I just get the sense that he's already worked. Anybody else feel that there's healing going on in this place? Pastor Mike, would you pray over us and just this sense of what just, just feels like there's such a move of God in this place and in people's lives, specifically around this healing. Would you pray over us as we, as we believe and step into that? Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we reach into your covenant, your blood covenant, and we take the redemption that you bought for us, and we minister it right now across this whole house for everybody watching. We release your healing power and say, be healed in the name of Amen. Jesus. Amen. Say it with me. Say, I receive Amen. my healing, my healing. By, the power by the power and the blood, the blood of the Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. And I thank you for my healing. I thank you for my right healing. Right now. Right now. In, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Spirit of infirmity. Spirit of infirmity. I rebuke you. I rebuke you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And I am healed. And I'm healed. In Jesus' name. In Amen. Jesus' name. If you ever see somebody getting stabbed with a knife, you go, oh, that's just going to kill them. Well, there's some of you who have been stabbed with the knife of words against you. I want you to take those words, take that knife right now and pull it out in the name of Jesus so that that heart can heal. Because you know a broken heart can make you feel sick. It can hinder the healing. So right now in the name of Jesus, we pull out 
the darts that the enemy has placed on his precious people. In Jesus' name, out. Would everybody just put your hand on your heart and look at me? You don't have to put it down. Look at me. Just say in the name of Jesus. I break the power of words over my life. Every single word. From my birth to right now. I pull it out. And I receive my healing in that place. In Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, here's what we're going to do. If we could have you guys to switch, if you guys could find your way back to your seats, we're going to have the people that got baptized come up to the front of the stage, and we're just going to pray over them as we worship, okay? Oh, God, my God, I need you. Oh, God, my God, I need you now. How I need you now. Oh, rock, oh, rock of ages. I'm standing on your faithfulness, on your faithfulness. Oh God, my God, I need you. Oh God, my God, I need you now. How I need you now. Oh rock, oh rock of ages, I'm standing on your faithfulness. Okay, so if you were baptized this morning, we want you guys to make your way down here. Some of the family is with them, which is good. If you're not family, if you're not down here with them, but you are family, will you just stand up right where you guys are? Just because you guys are such a support for, for this group. Can we just take a minute and celebrate that there were over 50 people that got baptized this morning? And we got a story that we're going to have to follow up, but we had someone get baptized that came in this morning, gave their heart to Christ this morning, Dave, during your message, and said, I have to get baptized today. Dressed in a suit and said, can somebody find me some clothes? And so I think then we asked, I said, you have a story. And he said, I got a big story, and it started today. Started today. So it's going to, lots of fun stuff is happening, isn't it? So we're, we're just going to pray over you guys, and then before we dismiss. I, having family here is a big deal. I remember when I first got started, and I got baptized, and I was riding down the road, and I asked Pastor Mike, I said, there are some nights I didn't think I would ever be here. You know, life was tough. I said, how did I get here? He said, I've been praying for you for a long time. I've been praying for Megan's husband for a long time. And for a lot of these people, a lot of these stories, you have been praying for a long time. And so bow your heads. Let me just bless them. Lord, there are so many people out there who need the power that you have. And these people stepped up today and said yes. They stepped up and accepted what you want to do in their lives. And Lord, I pray that you bless the families, the knees that have scars on them from praying. Lord, I pray that you just bless each and every one of them to find your power and live with your power. 
and see these dreams come true and let that motivate them to the next dream and the next prayer and the next prayer and them all of a sudden get a life full of this, of this joy. Lord, I pray that your protection, your anointing, your grace, your wisdom, your discernment, Lord, I drive it deep in their spirit today. Let them get an extra dose of favor, an extra dose of blessing, and an extra dose of wisdom. Lord, we thank you for them. We thank you for their life change, and we ask that you bless them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Hey, as these guys find a way back to their seats, can you guys sit down really quick? We have one quick video before we go. We've just been really excited about the leadership team, about what God's going to do in 2023. And so before you leave, we just wanted to show you a quick video of some of the stuff that we feel like God's been stirring in our hearts. So take a look. Hey Cathedral, I'm sitting here with our leadership team and we are so excited to wrap up this 21 days of prayer and fasting. It has just been an incredible season and we feel like God has been speaking so much to us as a team and just for the church of what's to come in year 2023. And so we wanted to share a little bit about some of the passionate things that God's put on our heart and get you guys excited like we are about what's to come. I remember sitting at the first Sunday day when you were sharing um, when we started the 21 days and we sang the song and the lyrics in the song said I will make room for you to do whatever you want to do and that's kind of been our prayer is that whatever God wants to do here at Cathedral we want to do we truly want to be a vessel for everything he has and we really believe that the vision is way bigger than anything we could possibly dream or imagine and so these things that are kind of stirring in our heart that we feel like that God is starting to open our eyes of possibilities that we could do, we would ask that you guys would get excited with us and partner with us in praying and in dreaming and just believing for all that Cathedral can be to Charleston, to our world, to our country, just way bigger than the walls right here at Cathedral. So here's some of the things that we are really excited about. We are looking forward to bringing back our worship nights, Yay! a place where we can just go deeper, a place where we can just continue this effort of chasing after God and having everything that he wants in our lives. Let's talk about missions. We are super excited about our renewed focus on missions this year. We truly believe that the journey with God does not start often in the church building. It starts when we as the church meet the need of other people. We go into the community and we get excited and we help and we meet those needs. That's something that we are super passionate about. Me, especially as a father who provides a protective, safe environment, we want the church to be that for so many people. And when we get out into the community and we focus on missions and we focus on serving others, that's a big deal to us. This year, one of the things that we would love to see happen is to create some more spaces for women to grow themselves individually, spiritually, men do the same thing so that then in return, their lives are more enriched and marriages can be more enriched that then affects children and parenting. And so families as a whole just create spaces for each person to grow. You know, we always often hear the phrase that hurt people hurt people. And we would love to flip the script that loved people love people. And so taking women, loving them where they are, taking men, loving them where they are and watching marriages ignite a new flame happen and families just be turned around in 2023. We are built for community and that is something we're super passionate about. 
and this year we really want to take everybody and get a little more connected. The truth is, is there's a lot of people that will never give church a chance, but what we know is if we can create events, play dates or movie nights or a picnic or something that you know you can invite them to and they'll come. When Once they get around you guys, they're going to feel the love of Jesus and then we have a lot more chance of getting them in church. So. It was tough because COVID really did shut down a lot of things. And one of the things that it shut down that we loved so much and looked forward to every year was a certain trip. I know for you, Dave, it's been something that you have missed, I have missed, and a lot of you guys have asked about. And so we're super excited to announce a trip is back on the books. Dave, where are we going back to? Oh boy, come on. I hope you guys are ready because we are going back to Israel, baby. Come on. Yes, yeah, so we'll be going actually a year from now. So yep. January January 2024 will go. And so we it, it truly is such a life-changing trip. Everybody that goes is blown away at, at what they experience. Oh, it's so th neat. There is no better way than to make the Bible come alive like never before than when you walk where Jesus walked. We're gonna go to so many different sites that you've read in scripture so many times, but now you're gonna be sitting in those places. I cannot wait to take you guys. It truly is a trip you do not wanna miss. So Come on, we are excited. It really is so exciting. We are so looking forward to this year and beyond. It really feels like God's just doing something fresh and new. And we're Absolutely. just beginning. So thank you guys for joining us for 21 days of prayer and fasting. And thank you for joining us for all that God has in store for us as a church in 2023 and beyond. And everybody stand to your feet. Let me bless you guys as we're getting ready to go. Come on, y'all excited for 2023? I'm excited for what God's gonna do. Uh, I will tell you, we're gonna have some Israel interest meetings coming up. If that is you and you're interested, you wanna come to those, I can only take 43 folks. And I'm gonna tell you, there's a lot of y'all that wanna go. So go ahead and start praying and believing if this is your year, but we're gonna be starting that whole thing. Hey, 21 days is over, but praying's not. Every Wednesday morning, we're going to come back in here, uh, and I'll just go ahead and tell you this. I, I don't mind putting visions out there that I feel like God gives me, but I feel like I was praying on Thursday morning this past Thursday, and here's the vision that I feel like God gave me. What I saw was the parking lot being full and people having a tough time finding parking spots, and people coming into this building. This building was packed, jam-packed for prayer at 6.30 in the morning. Come on, I don't know about you, but I'm praying that that come happens this year in the name of Jesus. And so please join us uh, for Wednesday prayer. And we got an amazing series starting next week that you do not want to miss. Your marriages will be blessed, I promise you. Put your hands out in front of you. Let me bless you. Lord, bless them. Lord, keep them. Lord, cause his face to shine upon you. And Lord, I, would you bless them as they go out these doors to know that you're a personal God that you're a God that will transform every part of our life. And Father, there is nothing that can survive in the power of your son's name, Jesus. And so Father, we serve you and we know, expect, and demand that this will be the best year of our life because we can confidently and boldly say that we're gonna chase after you more than we ever have. And this year's gonna be different spiritually and that's why we can claim it as the best year of our life. In Jesus' name, everybody said, Amen, amen. Love you guys so much. Thank you for coming. We'll see you next week. Everybody online, we'll see you next week as well. You've been listening to the Cathedral Podcast. If you were encouraged by today's message, leave us a rating and hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. 
If you have any questions about today's message or just want to reach out, send an email to questions at cathedralemail.com. Thank you for listening. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. Have a blessed week.